Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. With your boy Oso. And your girl Rocky. What's good, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the show. And we had to come to you midweek with yo, this one. Y'all, y'all, we had to get at this thing. We couldn't just hold back and wait the whole week, because something went down, y'all. What went down, baby? Man, I, I, I'll let you tell it, because you're going to be leading this episode, because you already know. <laughs> My baby got all the pilot things down. So as you know, today's show is Entanglements Part 2. Part 2. Yeah! So check out our previous uh, episode, Entanglement Jada. <laughs> right. That was the part one. <laughs> yes. And this... you know what? Did we, we didn't have a part two to that one, did we? Nah, nah. I don't think so. I don't think so. We had a deep dive, I believe. But I don't think we had a part two. Those are different. Mm-hmm. Remember when we used to do deep d- d- dives like that? Mm-hmm. Like when we was trying to do the Patreon thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We gonna get there soon, but first we wanna establish our audience love and more. You know, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. <laughs> uh, just yeah, just the one. Just the one for now. All right. So yeah, entanglements yeah, yeah, yeah. part two. Yeah, part two. This is part two right here. All right. So with that, let's uh, read some of the articles, shall we? Let's get into it. All right. So this article is from iHeartRadio by Regina Park, and it was posted on September 27th, 2021. It's kind of a summary of the interview Will Smith did with GQ magazine. Okay. Um, So I'm just going to read some of the quotes from Will. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Um. Jada never believed in conventional marriage. Jada had family members that had an unconventional relationship. So she grew up in a way that was very different from how I grew up. There was significant endless discussions about what is relational perfection. Side note, that's definitely Will doing the thing that Willow said. You have an image of a family in your head, and that is not us. <laughs> yeah. Like, the idea of relational perfection is... Like, perfection itself does not exist. I don't even know what that means, relational perfection. Um, so, I, I never even thought about mm-hmm. that as a goal of a relationship. It's interesting, interesting that he did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, all right. Oh, shit. Continuing on. <laughs> um... What is the perfect way to interact as a couple? And for the large part of our relationship, monogamy was what we chose, not thinking of monogamy as the only relationship perfection. And then he said, so the interviewer said, Will delicately explained that Jada wasn't the only one engaging in other sexual relationships. Mm. And then this is what Will said. It may seem hard to believe, but I would lose sleep over not giving you the answer that I know you could use. I want to help you. I want you to succeed. I want you to have a headline. But by the same token, I don't want to deal with the backlash of that in the world. And then he also says, we have given each other trust and freedom with the belief that everybody has to find their own way. And marriage for us can't be a prison. 
And I don't suggest our road for anybody. I don't suggest this road for anybody. But the experiences of the freedoms we've given one another and the unconditional support to me is the highest definition of love. So, man. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts first, honestly. So just thoughts on the article before we yeah, get into Yeah, before the we get into stuff. Before we get into stuff. So... Him pointing out, like, I don't want to deal with this backlash. Like, he knows. Oh, yeah. Like, you know he coming. doesn't, he doesn't, like, when I say, you know, you know, they're coming out. It's uh-huh. like, that was very delicate. That was, we're using the language of monogamy now. And it's not solely monogamy, you know. It's not outwardly, you know, coming out the closet proud with the shirt on. You know, like, it's it's not that. Right. It's a very delicate <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> you know. Right. It, it was left. There was left. There was room left for interpretation. Mm-hmm. There's room left for questioning. Yes. And doubt amongst the public, which uh-huh. I think was kind of the purpose, so that because they didn't themselves know exactly what was going on, so why would they define it so definitively in front of the public? That's very true. You know what I mean? Some people do not have the language. Um, I mean, shit, this is all very, very new in terms of, like, official language. Mm -hmm. Like, in terms of the dynamics, no. (laughs) But in terms of, like, the way we're going about it, the language associated with it, the culture Mm -hmm. and everything that's coming about. Yeah. This is is new territory. But exciting, which is why we're doing this podcast. Yes. Uh, This is challenging a lot of people's perceptions of relationship dynamics and structures. So going into my first question. Go ahead. Why is Segway, you ain't no baby. <laughs> why is Will and Jada coming out so important? So since you were going there. <laughs> yes, this represents a departure, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, from the traditional way of looking at rela- relationship structures. So everybody knows that relationships today are defaulted to monogamy as a structure. One man, usually one woman together, right? That's how that came about. This is expanded now as we go towards like LGBTQ and then towards other stuff. People are starting to be like, oh, because people consider polyamory Mm-mm. part. No. Which one? Some people do. No, it is not. I know, but I know that you don't. No, no, I'm saying no, it is not. In the community, it is not. I know, but there's a contention. Yes. Point. Yes, that's, but, what, that's my the, point. Okay. That's but the I, response is no. Yes, I was like, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get out the contention so that uh, they know that there's a response. All right, say this it fully. I, <laughs> I couldn't. You said no. No, no. And I was like, I understand that this... <laughs> That's why I was trying to get out. Anyways, there's a contention, as you can see, <laughs> uh, of those people who uh, identify as polyamorous and within that realm being part of the LGBTQ plus community because there's a link, I believe, between the deconstruction of relationships and relationship norms. Because literally, relationship norms used to be just one man and one woman. So when you even deconstruct that to it being a man or a man, a woman or a woman, or et cetera, et cetera, all the other mixed matches mm-hmm. and, and all the special ways that relationships can form these days. <laughs> so when you mix match all those, why not mix match the dynamic of it just being one-on-one? 
because the LGBTQIAP plus community um, (laughs) is centered on gender and sexual identities Mm -hmm. or orientations. Um, Anything within non-monogamy is more relationship orientation, which isn't in gender or sexuality. Right. So that's why a lot of LGBTQ plus people who are within Mm non-monogamy are saying, no, this is not included in it. And I would agree because they're not. And there's also straight people, (laughs) cis cis people in non-monogamy. So it's like, we just going to welcome all of them. (laughs) And it's like, we still trying to get safe spaces and stuff. Like, nah. Yeah. So I get it. But I wanted to mention that as part of why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyways, going forward. So all that <laughs> is is part of the reason it got derailed and shit. Uh, why th- this is such a big moment because it represents further deconstruction of the relationship dynamic structure mm-hmm. piece when it comes to uh, how we connect to each other as human beings. Mm-hmm. It's no longer just a one-on-one dynamic. That's not the only form of romantic connections uh, that were looking as mainstream now yeah so that's why i think it, it, it's so important it's breaking mm-hmm. down a lot of barriers in that regard and it's also opening up the conversation for people to question why well we'll get to that later <laughs> um thank you because <laughs> usually it just goes right along <laughs> well i'll be telling her to text me the question she'll never do it the question's right there what's in front of the questions right now my mic anyways uh, so why is Will and Jada coming out so important? So, um, let's, you know, be reminded that there have been rumors of their open marriage for years, yeah. years, a long time. However, they are a huge couple, not only in the sense of a power couple where it's Will's, you know, career and Jada's career and then their kids. Like, it's not just that, right? It's. Like, their relationship goals, quote-unquote. Like, how many mm-hmm. songs have they been included? Like, we don't have many black like couples. You know? Like, we don't have many black couples to, like, look up to. You Shout know? out to Alicia Keys. Yes. So, there's been many songs with them included. Now so. she's part of a couple that people Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they, they are huge, right? And for them, and while the rumors of their open marriage have existed for decades, they never confirmed... <laughs> Right, they never said anything. They never said anything, right? So well, it was only only until August Alsina came out that people was like, I mean, we knew this shit, but damn, <laughs> you know? Yeah, August let that whole thing That's That's, he signed an NDA, I want to know, because it don't seem like No, nah, no, nah, I don't think so. I think that was just like a connection that just happened, and it was just, well, it was free to flow. <laughs> Better think about it. But anyways... <laughs> Um, so that being said, it's huge for Will to, to actually come out and, you know, put a little more clarity around the situation because that gives us representation and representation is huge within the non-monogamy community because we don't have it. Like we live in a mononormative world where everything, whether it's movies, shows, books, uh, music videos sometimes <laughs> like a lot of our world is monogamous centered so we don't have any relationship goals to look up to like it's we we don't have anything and even the stuff that isn't monogamous centered is around 
the betrayal of the non-monogamy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, monogamy. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, the betrayal of the monogamy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you cheated on me, mm-hmm. <laughs> or something else like that. Like, how many songs have been dedicated to that, you know? So, so yeah, exactly. Like, this is this is breaking that barrier. Right. Right. Where it's like, it's consensual. They both agreed. Mm-hmm. This was agreed upon at the beginning of the uh, relationship. And you know what else is kind of unique? The fact that they were growing through it. Yeah. You know? And I would also say this is huge. As polyamory grows in awareness and people are more and more coming to terms with that, it's still, like, it's still whitewashed. Okay? And then, two, it's FMF triad centered. We don't see Mm -hmm. many other Mm -hmm. dynamics of polyamory. We don't see many other dynamics of non-monogamy. So that being said, moves us into the next question. What are the types of non-monogamy? So I'm interested to see what you think the types are, just off the top of your head. Types of non-monogamy. I can't name them. I feel like there are a lot. Well, name the ones you know. Uh, Polyamory, which encompasses a lot of things, but... I don't know. Like, there are a lot of... They're like... I don't know, because polyamory, to me, doesn't necessarily define all of them, but I think it can... It's like an umbrella term. Mm -mm. To me. It's not, though. Go ahead. Tell me then, because if I'll keep saying stuff that's wrong, I want to keep saying stuff that's wrong. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Tell me. So there are many different dynamics within polyamory, but polyamory is only one within non-monogamy. Right. Non-monogamy is the bigger umbrella, the biggest umbrella. Mm -hmm. So even in monogamy, when you're thinking about what monogamy is... Mm. So I'm saying let I me say on, I me, can't do anything. You, let you, you me box save me in it, with the question. Let me save it for another question. But non-monogamy is a huge umbrella. And, <laughs> you trap me. Like how am I supposed and, to answer anything? And mono- yeah, non-monogamy is a huge umbrella. Okay. So that being said, I'm this gonna was, name. I was set up. Some of the types of non-monogamy. I thought you could name more, but you was going that route, and that wasn't the route I wanted you to go. I, you, you're tying my hands. Yeah. All right, all right. So, cheating is a form of non-monogamy. You see? It is. I know that, but like that's what I mean. You should have led with this, because that's way more detailed. However, <laughs> within the non-monogamy <laughs> umbrella, there's even a bigger non-monogamy okay because cheating is based in betrayal lying mm-hmm. secrecy deception um is that all of them i think they know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how i describe it so um but yeah so ethical or consensual non-monogamy is something different it's something that it's agreed to you respect the consent of the people it's yeah it's different all right so that being said we have dating around, which a lot of monogamous people do, but don't consider it like non-monogamy just because it's outside of a relationship. Um, open relationships, which mm-hmm. would be something that it seems like Will and Jada experience. Mm-hmm. Swinging, which is usually when um, it doesn't have to be married. But couples um, interact with other couples, but it's not always the case. That's just 
more of the majority. Nah, I would say that's the, what comes out, what's presented is that. I don't know if that's majority because I'm not in that community. But, um, but yeah, that's one form of swinging. Uh, casual sex, like monogamous people can experience this too. Like, again, there's, there's huge forms. Relationship anarchy, that's fun. Uh, Just fuck it all. Yeah, they goes with the wind, right? They really destroy any relationship structure and say, I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. (laughs) Um, polyamorous relationships, like you said, polygamy, Mm -hmm. BDSM play with doms and subs, And, and then they have some more that's kind of um, going off of the things that I named. But yeah, so it's a, it's a lot. And it's, again, each of these identities or... or uh, Relationship structures. There we go. Um, they have their own communities. They have their own cultures, language. Like it's, yeah. So one is not the same as another. Okay. Which is why when you said polyamory was a bigger umbrella, I was like, polyamory has... I didn't say bigger. I said it's a big umbrella. It has a lot within it, yes. Yes. And then I couldn't say anything else because of the other questions that you set up, which is why I said I was set up (laughs) for this question. All right. Well, go ahead into the next question. Nah. You're answering all the questions now. (laughs) No, I want to pull the the thing down. Um, What? The sun is on my face, so I want to pull it down. Oh. So the, the next question is, why is monogamy the default? And I will walk away and he will have the floor. Mm-hmm. Go for it, baby. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so I think monogamy is the default because it is... It's a strong relationship structure. Like, let's not act like it's not. One-on-one is very strong. Like, that's uh, the basis of where most connections start. And it's not to say that um, other connections don't develop, because obviously they do. But when you do connect with one person, um, when you connect with a person, usually it's one person at a time. Um, Romantically, it's usually one person at a time. So if that's the case committing to that person to build something seems like a good idea. It also helps with family structures. For the most part, a lot of people believe that if they're with somebody who they're trying to have and build a family with, if they're committed to that person, then things will go a lot smoother. So they're like, okay, let's commit to each other one-on-one. But the problem is, I think, it's been tied to successful relationships so like people equate you being with one person monogamously as okay you you have a successful relationship whereas if you are in all those all those other categories that you were listing that were not monogamous if you're single and you're sleeping around you're like okay that's not successful relationships yeah they are they might be short and brief but that may be what someone wants yeah (laughs) And it could be exactly what they want. What if it's just a sexual relationship in nature? That sexual relationship is satisfying both people. Both parties are getting satisfied within that scenario. Mm -hmm. Therefore, successful relationship. Exactly. Like, stop basing other people's relationships on your definition. Yeah. So, I think it's the default because 
of the way that we connect naturally, it's somewhat like on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Uh, I think it's just that got that's got taken like too far because of other factors like religion and other stuff like that. But I understand the innate drive to have a connection with one person, but the denial. I think the problem is more so the denial of connections to others. So it's not like monogamy is bad because I think most people would like somebody primarily who they interact with. Some people, not all. Yes. I said that. <laughs> you like the dude off a of pootie tank. It's hot in here. You know what? It's hot here too. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think a lot of people, for the majority of people, they they do like this. They have that, that person they can connect to who's a primary person that they're with. But it doesn't mean that they don't have any connections outside of that. And to deny that, I think, is where there becomes this problem with the whole monogamy being the default. So that's why I think it's the default now, and that's why I think there's an issue with it and how it's kind of slowly shifting now. As, you know, people like Will and Jada are getting in this thing, exposing things, mm -hmm. showing people that it's possible. It's possible. You know what I mean? <laughs> what about you? What do you think? Why do you think uh, monogamy is like the default? I know you're going to mention religion. You already know. <laughs> um, but to comment on your point of... Yeah, I was just talking to a friend. And I don't... I was just saying, again, how monogamy was never for me because I wouldn't want to restrict myself. And... He was like, he values monogamy because of the ability to raise children together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you don't need monogamy for that. Like, you can raise children and live with a partner and still be non-monogamous. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Will and Jada. Like us. Like. Yeah. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So, and I think that's to the. Um, people want that security, which essentially it is the, the family, the, the home, yeah. um, even though commitment can exist outside of those, but, um, yeah, people, a lot of people want that, but you can still have that, you know, like <laughs> the saying, you can have your cake and eat it too. And then somebody was like, nah, you can just have two cakes or however many cakes as you want. <laughs> Especially not a bake, you know? The sun is on my face. I don't know what to do about it. I tried. Uh, just accept it. <laughs> it's cool. I know, but it just fucks up the video. Let me move You over. can move in. Yeah, you can move in closer if you want. It's okay. I don't bite. Okay, that's better. All right. Sorry, people. Okay. A little, little closer to my baby. Mm-hmm. All right. I hope I didn't mess up stuff all right anyway you're fine baby just go ahead okay so why is monogamy the default one watch netflix show explained for the episode monogamy where they actually explore that and that's where i'm getting my information from so apparently monogamy wasn't the default <laughs> So in Hunter Gatherers, we were more egalitarian and it's just, there was no reason to be monogamous, so to speak. Yeah, the environment didn't, wasn't conducive for that. 
Yeah, like hunters and gatherers are nomads. They're following like food, you know. So, so there, there's like no resources. reason. Exactly, we got the resources. There's Where no reason to be monogamous in that. However, when the shift came from agriculture or to agriculture, which remember most of humanity was hunters and gatherers, we're only recently getting into agriculture. Um, that's when things like property rights and, and lines of succession. And I can only think about that because I've been reading the shadow of Kyoshi, but, uh, passing down, you know, generational wealth and stuff like that. That's where it came more important. So that's where monogamy was like, oh yeah, this is kind of crucial. But then, yes, you also have to look at how religion, especially Christianity played a part in that, Mm -hmm. um, as far as god deems moral you know yeah that was convincing a lot of folks exactly (laughs) right and then um the state having say over who's allowed in those relationships again same-sex marriage only since 2015 y'all like that is hella recent you know so so yeah it was a lot of other external factors defining what marriage was defining who would get those benefits and who had privileges and things like that um, there was one more point that I wanted to say. Um, what was the other point of why monogamy is the default? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, you went through a few, so I, I think you you good. There was you one more. You got list all of them, baby. There Sorry, was, I know. Damn. There was one more. It's okay. okay. <laughs> you be all right. Will I? Because I'll think about it in a sec. And then you'll be able to bring it back up. The beauty of podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think religion. (laughs) And then we got the state. All this dead air. It ain't my fault, y'all. She over here trying to think. She's trying to think on. I I know. That's all I'm about to say. She's trying to think out loud. She's acting like this shit ain't working. Like we we talk about something different. (laughs) The people know. The people know. Yes. Well. Um, <laughs> make sure you watch and subscribe on our YouTube channel to see this live because this is hilarious. Whatever, whatever. All right, so next question. While I think of my last question. exactly, you still think about it? <laughs> it's gone. She's All gonna right. bring that shit up next I episode. I sure am. <laughs> like, pause, y'all. Here's the moment. <laughs> All right. So, why do some people identify as or choose to be monogamous? <laughs> Why do some people uh, choose to be monogamous? Or identify as? I think some people actually are monogamous. I mean, that's not unheard of at all. I think uh, a lot of people believe and feel truly in their heart that they're meant to be with one person. Um, They think that that structure fits them and their personality, their emotions, their everything it seems to be a good fit for them. Now, on the other hand, there are some who just... Mm-mm. That's the next question. <sighs> yep, I'm Go done. for it. Just go for it. <laughs> we here. Just go for it. <laughs> Your question's been tripping me out. All right. There are some <laughs> who I think uh, identify as uh, monogamous due to the pressure of society and oh you're actually going a different route see here you go 
right. So, yeah. So, due to the pressures of society and feeling as though there is no other options outside of monogamy Mm -hmm. without being shamed Mm -hmm. and all those other things that you listed Mm -hmm. earlier because she listed a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the reason why I think a lot of people choose monogamy. Because I'm sure there's somebody right now watching or listening, but you should be watching. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Here's the moment. Oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> you go gonna ahead. remember your point? I remember my point. Okay. So the, <laughs> the history of Let's marriage this one. had nothing to do with love, okay? It had to do with business transactions, all right? The merging of in-laws, the merging of countries. Like, they ain't give a damn about no romantic love. It was uh, arranged, <laughs> you know? So the idea of marrying for love and that marriage being monogamous is new, okay? So there we go. Why is monogamy the default? There we go. All right, continue, baby. All right. Now I forgot my point. Damn it! <laughs> I thought I told you to remember. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. So anyways... They, they feel this pressure, um, the people who choose to be uh, monogamous. So I'm sure there's somebody listening or watching right now. Like I was saying before, if you aren't watching, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see your boy articulating this stuff with his hands and whatnot because he be moving his hands and shit. About to hit me. Nope, never do that. No, <laughs> never do that. He never does that. Let's see. Anyways, um, so... There's probably somebody watching or listening that has only been in monogamous relationships, at least identified as monogamous relationships. Maybe you were doing some of that exploring when you were single Mm -hmm. and you just didn't realize, oh, shit, I'm being (laughs) non-monogamous. But you might even in a more structured sense of relationships when it comes to having a primary partner and then having additional partners, you might actually feel like that's a better dynamic for you. But because of the stigma attached to anything outside of monogamy, you won't even try that or you won't try that in an ethical way. Ethical. Yeah. So that's why I think a lot of people just choose monogamy as their default or they choose non-monogamy in an unethical way and it means to escape the prism of what is mm-hmm. monogamy without the shame that comes and is associated with stepping out of that prism. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. So why do some people identify as and or choose to be monogamous? And then why do some people identify as or choose to be non-monogamous? So first I want to break down the difference between identify as and choose. Okay, Um, so there is a lot of overlap with non-monogamy from queer communities. So I use the language coming out um, and then even in the sense of identifying as or choosing. So in that regard, it speaks to the concept of identity versus choice or lifestyle. And uh, while it's more of a solid identity when it comes to gender and sexuality, Uh, non-monogamy is a little bit more fluid in how people connect with it. Some people have the capacity, the natural capacity to either only have one partner at a time or to be able to love and put energy in to multiple people at a time. So it just, some people is just like, this is who I am. I have this capacity. This is what it is. Right. Versus some other people, there may be fluid in their capacity. So like, um, 
at some points in their life, they may have more to give to multiple people, whereas other parts, they may be more uh, one person or while dating, it's different than in a relationship or, you know, there's, it's different. It's a lot of room for you to be who you are, you know? Um, some people are ambi, I forgot how to say it. Ambi, I don't know. It's like the in-between of monogamous and non-monogamous or polyamorous, um, where you can do both depending on the people that you're actually connecting with. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so there's there's a lot of room there. And I think because monogamy is the default, we haven't allowed people to express that and explore that. And even to the point of questioning why they chose monogamy. Like yes. it's okay if you that's your capacity, you only have it to give one person at a time. You can only love one person at a time. Beautiful. But like without understanding of why that was a good choice for you, you're just following along with the program. And with that, that means a lot of how monogamy is viewed societally in the box that it's put in. You know, for example, there are mono polyam relationships where one person is monogamous and the other person is polyamorous. And like people who are like, why monogamous? I don't understand how that, but that's the difference between a person who identifies as a monogamous and a monogamous relationship. Right. You know? So it's, it, it, it's, there's a lot of room. And like you were saying earlier, you get to question these things when people come out as being non-monogamous and it defies the norm. You get to question it and saying, Hey, is this right for me? It is, but it look, can look like this way and it doesn't even have to be that way. You know, it gets you out of the box. Hmm. Any other things? with that no that was comprehensive <laughs> all right well last question is why is there a stigma on non-monogamy you know i think i, I more easily answered this when i wasn't or I didn't identify as non-monogamous. Because now I can't think of a damn thing. <laughs> you found the freedom. Right. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, um, I know there are things where, honestly, yeah, as, like, when you first said it, I mm-hmm. couldn't think of nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you give me, like, another three minutes or something like that. Or a minute, honestly. <laughs> I only need three uh, well, the first I would say is the sex-negative culture that we live in. There we go. That's it. You know? Um, because we live in a sex-negative culture... Y'all out here whoring around! Even <laughs> as sexual as this country is, think about our advertisements. This country is all about sex until it's time for sex, and then it's a bad thing. The fuck? That is true. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's take a second to understand how real that point was. Because... Uh, we do promote sex a hell of a lot up until it's time to have sex. And then Then it's like shun restrictions, nigga. Laws, nigga. Shame. Stop it, nigga. No, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. It's like, yo, don't teach this. Don't learn about that. Definitely don't put that there. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So it's like, that's so true. Mm -hmm. Damn. And that reminds me of a previous episode (laughs) Sex, 
Shame, Judgment, and a Guilt Trip. Mm. Check that episode out. Please do. Um, but yes, so because of that, and again, Christianity, um, we... All religions, honestly. You know? I mean, yeah, but it's a Christian country and all that. But, um, especially black folk. But, <laughs> but yeah, because we live in that, like, people dismiss polyamorous relationships as only being about sex. Right. One... Who cares if it was? It's consensual, bitch. Get the fuck out of my relationship. Anyways. Um, but the but the fact that it's like they believe love is scarce. Love is a scarcity versus what polyamorous believe, polyamorous folks believe is love is abundant. Like I'm not restricted on my amount of romantic love. So I'm able to romantically love multiple people. Versus so because of your lack of capacity, you gonna judge me off your shit. Because you, it, it would be uneven, it would be unequal, I wouldn't love them the same. Well, one, no, duh, they're two different people. You couldn't. There's two different connections. Right. You know? So it's it's because of the lack of exploration within themselves, they mm. put all that fear, all that shame, all that judgment onto the rest of us. And it's like, again, we didn't found the freedom. <laughs> yeah, so much so, I really couldn't think of the cons. I mean, now, as you're saying them, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, and there, there are more. But, like, I don't really... The grass is so green on this side. Because mm-hmm. I'm, like, watering the garden. You know what I mean? I'm putting in the effort to make sure that everything's good over here. Mm-hmm. So, it's, I don't know. I understand that other people do have challenges, though. So not everybody's in the same position. And not everybody's found a partner. You know what I mean? I'm blessed in that that regard. Mm-hmm. So. Thanks, baby. Oh, thank you. Um, and, <laughs> and, and to also the sex negative point, a lot of people are concerned about STIs when they hear about non-monogamy. Like, so that's just telling me that Which, y'all don't take your sexual yeah. health safety. We get tested or, over here. Exactly. Tested, barriers, like. And then... We're not even taught in sex ed about what to do if you were infected. Like people who have Other like than freak out, you know, <laughs> like people who have infections like herpes or HIV. It's like, well, we did we just throwing them in the trash? Like they also deserve relationships and love and stuff like that. But we were never taught how to even have sex when somebody's infected. So like there's just so much shame from either misunderstanding or a lack of knowledge or just judgment and opinion. It's crazy. But another stigma I wanted to say of non-monogamy, and not necessarily a stigma, but this is why people aren't out and open about it, is that non-monogamy isn't a protected class. So people have been fired, evicted, lost custody of their kids, Mm. been dishonorably discharged from the military. Like There have been severe consequences to being open about your either relationship or sexual life. You know, and that's why there's a fight for it to become a protected um, class. Class, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I mean, I think, and going back to the top of the question um, of this episode, it's like, this is why this moment is so important mm-hmm. when Will and Jada, uh, in particular Will this time, more so speaking up, about their relationship because pause notice the shame that jada got because of august alcina versus the response that will's getting just saying go ahead mm. 
think about that. Uh, but yeah, I think it's it's just important because it's giving that representation, but also shift that might be needed to potentially break open the societal conversation so that more people from the jump of their relationships Mm -hmm. can structure it with eyes wide open to all the possibilities of what that structure could be and should be for those two, Mm -hmm. three, four, five, however many individuals. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But that in itself is a revolutionary concept because now you're starting relationships questioning what dynamics and structures work for you Mm -hmm. and you're being more so intentional because you have to do that Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that's going to create better relationships i believe just from the jump from the jump even if you're a monogamous person because then you're gonna have to have that conversation you know know? and then you got to define okay what does monogamy look like for you? What are your boundaries? Mm-hmm. What are the things you're not willing to put up with? Mm-hmm. What is flirting? Is that off limits? You know, all for these other things. For some people it is. For some people it right. isn't. So having Sleeping that conversation. Sleeping in separate bedrooms. Like, why is that such a, just God forbid, for some people and other people, like, it works. Shit. Find what works for you. Structures, though. Structures. <laughs> all right. Anything else for today? Nah, that's all I got. I hope you people enjoyed and I hope that you guys are learning from some of the things that we're talking about and able to apply it to your relationships. Cause that's really what I care about, especially now that I'm on my, you know, hey. license, magic hey. family therapist kick. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Smart Private love, practice. two T's, <laughs> hit your boy up if you want some couples. Uh, premarital counseling help you hit your boy up. If you want some couples counseling, hit your boy up. If you want some, relationship coaching hit your boy up for all those services anything love but make sure that you're smart about it two t's <laughs> including polyamory oh hey <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the it's so real podcast with your girl rocky hey boy also you have a beautiful day take care of you all right y'all we will catch you on the next episode do not forget to subscribe to our youtube channel yeah. head on over there right now to hit that subscribe button and that notification bell And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for subscribing. And thank you so much for supporting us. We love y'all. Peace. And love. Always. We're out.